0: everybody how are ya this week has been hot as hell has it not and am i the only one who absolutely adores it and loves it and appreciates it because i'll tell you i mean i've been out i've been at costco i've been you know out and about at the beer store of course and wherever else and i hear a ton of people complaining about you know uh, the humidity and the heat oh my god it's so thick outside and it's so hot but fuck man like for all of those of you who are uh, doing that sort of thing and complaining, you do realize that, you know, if, if we are extremely lucky, and I'm talking extremely lucky, we only have about three, maybe four weeks, five might be stretching it, but, you know, three to four for sure left of this weather. And then before you know it, the kids are going back to school, hopefully for like real school, not this fucking COVID school bullshit. And um and as soon as that happens, that's usually when the CNE, you know, as soon as the CNE closes, which is not open of course, the exhibition, for those of you and you know, you you heard me rant about that before, but um so it's basically the exhibition closes, school starts, and then that means fall is a hop, skip and a jump away, and there's no more sun and there's no more heat and there's no more beautiful weather, and you don't have the itch to sit on a patio and get absolutely plowed while staring at pretty ladies in summer dresses. So Stop complaining. I'm begging you. If you don't like it, just shut the fuck up and just enjoy what we have or don't enjoy it. But just be silent and put a smile on your face because, you know, the, the same people who are complaining um, are going to be the same people who in a couple of weeks, maybe, you know, a month are like, oh, man, I wish it was hot outside or I wish the, the summer was back or blah, blah, blah. Or God forbid you're one of those fucking people That actually says out loud things like, I love the winter. It's my favorite season. All because you go skiing or snowboarding twice a year and you look forward to that. But the rest of us have to worry about driving in the slush and the the fucking people who can't drive at all because they don't have snow tires and they're just basically an accident waiting to happen. So those people, the people who love winter and say it out loud, you are by far the worst people on earth and I despise you. So... Um, that's you, you fall into the, the, the fuck off category. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people are big fans of fall. Halloween's kind of my thing. So I'm totally all about fall, but this weather right here, this is my favorite. I have been to Cuba once and I've been the Dominican a couple of times, uh, all the times that I went, I had the luxury of the weather being fantastic and super hot. And I was willing to walk around all of Cuba on this like boiling, stupid hot day, and no one else was. They were like, "It's too fucking hot. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to sweat." Well, th- 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 we're fucking here. A walk. Who cares? Uh, I don't. know, that, That's where I was. Like, I, I can do this shit all day. I could walk around on a day like this uh, for seven, eight hours, no problem. I love walking and I love the heat. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm a psycho. I'm, I'm a whole bunch of things, but you know, just add that to the top of the list. Uh, Alright, let's uh, let's clean out the Hostile Pod Closet, shall we? And do a little what they call housekeeping. Uh, Let's start with the... uh, We officially hit 3,000 downloads. Uh, We did that a couple of episodes ago. uh, And if you follow me on social media, I did put out a uh, a little video celebrating the fact that we hit 3,000 downloads in only... I want to say we did it on 45 episodes. So... Uh, I wanted to thank everybody who's been, you know, loyal to the show, who's downloaded the show, who keeps subscribing. People have passed on the message. Uh, All you guys who are just, you know, taking the time to write in, uh, you know, suggestions and, and, you know, uh, uh, write shit to me on social media and all the stuff. So I just want to give everybody one big giant thank you. You guys are doing a great job, so I really appreciate it. Um, You know, it is quite an accomplishment. You know, it's not a fucking... Uh, professional podcasters accomplishment but for a guy who just started this because he just one day woke up and decided he wanted to do it it is a pretty big accomplishment so I'd like to thank you for all the support and hopefully we can keep pushing and hit uh 5,000 downloads that is my next goal that is the short-term goal right now is 5,000 downloads as of the time of recording we are at 3,050 so that's where we stand uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, yeah, please. so please share with your friends, your family, uh, shit like that. You know, like just anything that I post, if I put it on Twitter and you follow me on Twitter, retweet it. Uh, if I put something on Instagram and you think it's funny, um, you know, tell your friends. Same with the, the Facebook gimmick. I'm starting to post more shit on there. People are actually starting to write here and there uh, stuff on the bottom, you know, like conversation stuff. So, I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, that's where I'm going. Please uh, sh- uh, share with your friends and family. Um, If you're a fucking kindergarten teacher, it has actually been scientifically proven that my show, The Hostile Environment Podcast, is actually perfect for little kids when they are trying to lay down and take a nap. Yeah, I I swear to God, my podcast actually helps kids go to sleep. Apparently, my voice is very soothing uh, and and kids just love uh, the way I curse and uh, some of the things I say. So, yeah, I mean, I'm giving you guys a heads up. You know, if you're having a tough time, put some kids down, throw my podcast on, and uh, boom, problem solved. And feel free to give that a try. And if you do, by the way, I would also love you to take a little video of a bunch of three-year-olds listening to the Hostile Environment Podcast. Post that on social media uh, because I am family-friendly, if anything else. And I will get a bumper sticker to you out ASAP because, again, you would have earned at least a bumper sticker for introducing my show to a bunch of three-year-olds. So, uh, speaking of bumper stickers, I am running kind of low. I've got about 30 bumper stickers left. Um, If you have not asked for one yet or received one already in the mail, remember to acquire one of these um, beautiful, and they're very tiny. They're not super big or anything, so they wouldn't take up if you're going to put on your car, which I wouldn't assume most of you will. But if you wanted to put it somewhere, it's not like it's going to take up a shitload of space. Um, so all you have to do to get one is take a screenshot of you giving me a five-star rating on any or all major podcast platforms. So if you get my podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or whatever, you can usually rate it per episode. And we will say leave a comment and a star rating. So if you leave me a star rating, five-star, of course, because you know I'm a five-star kind of guy. If you leave me that rating, take a screenshot, show it to me on social media, I will send you out a bumper sticker on my dime, but you have to post it on social media so other people can start doing the same thing. Because remember, although a lot of you, or some of you, whatever the case is, are friends and family, there are a bunch of people out there, especially those in the US, because I do have a a rather large American audience right now that don't um, uh, know who I am, so for you guys to post something like that. Maybe they'll start doing it. and We all we can all just have one big giant circle jerk, I guess. So that's what I need you to do if you want a sticker. So uh, next uh, thing I wanted to touch on was... Oh, my last episode that was titled Banned from the Strip Club got fantastic feedback. I'm very pleased about that because as I was coming up with the story, as I was getting my facts straight and remembering certain things that took place and how the uh, the, the whole event went down... I knew that I had a good episode here. I knew that I was going to enjoy telling you guys that story because, again, it's something that you don't hear about very often. I mean, most most people don't get kicked out of a strip club unless they do something really bad. So I guess me fighting a bouncer and uh, attempting to chase down a stripper uh, was pretty bad. So that got me banned. But So thank you for the feedback. I'm really glad you guys are enjoying the show and, and basically the stories of my life that I'm telling you guys. So if you do... Um, the, the one thing I do want to ask you, though... Is guys, if you're enjoying the episode, if you could, and I appreciate the emails, don't get me wrong because I have asked you guys to email me, but if you guys could actually post that on social saying things like great episode on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, that would be a little bit more helpful because I appreciate the feedback you're giving me via email, but unfortunately no one else sees that feedback but me. So I want other people to see the feedback that I'm getting because it helps me and it helps the show so if you could do that for me if you do love what you're what you're hearing and I do post something please feel free to write you know oh just listen to that episode Jay good job or you know uh, a certain part of the episode that you enjoyed the most just say oh yeah I I really loved it when the you know the stripper was finger blasting herself and told you to sit there you know some things like that whatever but you get the point so that's that uh what else do I have what else do I have oh a big announcement well I'm not a big announcement but an announcement I have finally made a decision on what to do for the 50th episode of the podcast. And after a few different ideas that got tossed around and I I talked to some people and I had something, um, I decided not to do something and I'm going to do it in the very near future after the 50th episode. But for the 50th episode... I have decided that um, it's going to be a celebration and we will have our first ever guest on the show. And that guest will be Derek. So I knew you guys, a lot of you guys who know Derek, or know me and know Derek, you probably knew this was going to happen at some point, so it's not really that big of a shock to you. But for those of you who don't know Derek, he will be live in studio. We will be drinking and we will be telling a story. Uh, a fucking fantastic story, let me tell you, that's coming up. Um, an unbelie- another unbelievable story that actually 100% did happen. The, the good thing about having Derek here is you're going to get both of our points of view of the story and exactly how it went down. So, and Maybe I'll forget something and he'll jump in or vice versa. But when you get Derek and I together, it's going to be... I'll just go on a limb and predict that this will be one of the longer shows I've ever done, and um, also the word "fuck" will be said a lot. Uh, as of now, um, just I just made this announcement temp five minutes ago, not even, and already Vegas has the odds uh, of the over/under of how many times the word "fuck" will be said at seventy-one. So get uh, place your bets now. Get on, uh, you know, bet three six five. Uh, look for hostile environment and find and place your bets on whether or not you think Derek and I will stay under seventy-one or go over seventy-one. How many F bombs will we drop? So you can make some money there. So I'm hoping that the sound quality will be good. This is my first guest. I've never had anyone in studio. Obviously, uh, the thing is, I would have done this already. Obviously, because I do have, I do know a lot of people um, who, who could bring a lot to the show. The problem here is technically. When you have a guest or a co-host live in studio, uh, you are supposed to have a soundboard that hooks up and has outlets for two microphones, two sets of headphones. Um, The thing is, that is a $500 to $700 upgrade. Those soundboards are very pricey unless you get one of the really cheap ones from China, in which case, you know, there's a good chance it's going to break very shortly after buying it. So, you really want to get the best for your money, so... It's a $500 to $700 investment, and I'm really not sure that I'm ready to pull the trigger on a financial deposit like that just yet. But, that being said, depending on sponsors, and depending on the future of the show, and depending on a bunch of other things, I might be willing to take that plunge in the very near future. I don't know. It's more of a wait-and-see scenario. Let's see how it goes. If it goes well with Derek and, and, and people love it, then I will definitely incorporate that into the show if I think it's a finance if, if it's a good idea financially for me if not I will be doing zoom calls with some people in the near future so I will be doing interviews with stuff. Um, I, the problem is uh, with interviewing people, I have to find people that are interesting and I have to find somebody that brings something to the show. Interviewing the guy who works the drive through fucking window at Wendy's is not going to bring anything to the show. Like, so what, what? are flipping burgers like? Oh, how about those big giant fucking cups that you give now for the soda? You know, kids can build sandcastles out of those. Shit like that. Like, I I want somebody who's going to bring something. I want someone who's going to be funny. I want someone who's going to be in, intelligent. And so it, it's taken a lot for me to figure out exactly where I'm going to go with this, but I am going to do it. So. Uh Floyd Mountweather just bought an $18 million mansion, by the way. So that isn't that's great. Just off the cuff. I just saw that on a news feed that just popped up on my feed. $18 million house. This is like his house number eight. So that's that's nice that he has an $18 million show up on a house. And I don't have eight bucks for a McDonald's combo, so that's fucking nice. So there we go. Um let's see. So I got to the future of the podcast. What else do I have for you? Um yeah, so this is episode number 47. So we do have three more episodes go before I introduce Derek to you guys. So stand by for that. Before we go any further, let me do my social media plugs. And unfortunately, there are no sponsors for today because honestly, I have been out enjoying the weather. I have been going to patios. uh, I have been walking my dogs. I have been spending time with my little one. I've just been doing a bunch of shit. So I haven't exactly had the time to put a pitch together for any sponsors. And that's totally on me. That's totally my fault. Um, Get your shit together, Jay, for fuck's sakes, and start making some goddamn money for the show, because that's the only way that I'm going to be able to buy a goddamn soundboard. So anyways, here are the plugs, and most of you already know them, but for those of you who don't, here we go. On Instagram, where I am having a lot of positive feedback and traffic, you can find me at host.enviro.pod. On Facebook, where even though I hate it and I think it is the worst... Uh, You can still find me there, unfortunately. I am Jay Cowell, and like I said earlier, I am posting more often. Now I'm basically just posting funny memes and funny pictures and shit that I'm finding, but I also do make videos, and I post them there as well. On TikTok, I am at the Hostile Environment Pod. I have over, I forget the number of videos I've made, but I have 400 likes on my fucking God knows, I must have made about at least fifty of these videos and i've only got about twelve followers i can't figure this app out I really, I, i'm so lost and I, I just fucking and i can't watch these videos of people doing this stuff that's all set up it really fucking makes my blood boil um on twitter i am at podcast underscore hostile where i almost have 240 followers now Woohoo! look at me yay uh my email address is j.hostile.environment at gmail.com so again thank you for emailing me and telling me you're enjoying what i'm doing but like i said earlier if you could do that when i post something on instagram twitter or horrible facebook i would much appreciate that as well on Patreon, the Hostile Environment podcast, buy me a coffee, or you know what, I gotta stop saying buy me a coffee because I'm always talking about beer. So, if you'd like to buy me a beer, you can go on Patreon, enter in the Hostile Environment podcast, and you can find me there and just donate five bucks. And that just say you know it's from uh, it's big it's from Milky White Tim. And you bought you know you're buying me a beer. I will reach I will shout shout you out on the podcast if you do so. Um, you know I love beer um, so. You know, Christmas is coming. <laughs> Anyways, uh, download a subscribe. You guys already do if you're listening to the show now. But if anyone asks and they are like, how do I get this Hostile Environment podcast? Well, I am on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Stitcher, which I don't know most people. Uh, some people have asked me about Stitcher and said, like, what is it? Um, because it is an American company that really hasn't broken much ground here in Canada as of yet, but it's very popular in the U.S. And I'm sure at some point they will buy Um, some sort of Canadian podcast company and they will get even bigger and then you'll know who they are. But anyways, you can find me there. So those are the plugs. Uh, One thing I wanted to ask you guys about is, um, and I'm in this situation now, this is why I'm I'm bringing it up and I'm asking you, how do you feel about binge-watching television shows? I mean, before Netflix and shit like that, you couldn't binge-watch anything unless you had it on uh, your VCR. You would tape all the episodes and then watch them all in one shot. But I don't know anyone who's ever done that. So... Uh, Now that binge-watching TV is a thing, I know a lot of people love it, and I know there are some people that don't like it because they feel like they're just wasting their lives away, and I totally understand that. But I'm a massive fan of doing this. This is kind of my thing. Um, My wife says I might be a true professional at doing this because, uh, literally, I I could sit down and I can start watching a show at 8 in the morning. I set my alarm for 7.40 when I'm on my days off because I get up and I let my dogs out so they don't have an accident in the house. So I let them out, make myself a coffee. I sit down. If I don't have any podcast work to do, or if I don't have any things to do around the house, or take my kid anywhere, then I flip on the TV, and i you know sometimes it's in the background and I'm just watching, and other times I'm really into it. Um, so at eight o'clock in the morning, I'll throw on the TV, and um, I, I can sit there. If I'm into something, like I, I am in right now, I'm into something right now. Uh, I can start watching at eight o'clock in the morning and go straight through till midnight. Um, I'm only taking breaks, literally, uh, if I'm doing this, I'm only taking breaks for the washroom, uh, beverages, and snacks, that is it, um, you can't get me, I cannot be stopped, I am fucking, when I'm set, I am set, anyways, I, I started watching this show on on Netflix called Lucifer, I'd seen commercials for it on City TV and some other fucking stations or whatever, and I never had any any, any interest in watching it. But I'm out of stuff to watch for the most part, and I, because most of my stuff's on hiatus or it's finished altogether. So I, I, I flipped on this the other day, uh, maybe about a week and a half ago, and I, it is not good. It is not good. Uh, in fact, I'm, almost, I, I'm, I'm willing to go as far as to say that it is a hot pile of cow shit. It, it, it's awful. Uh, I, I don't understand how, how this... Uh, okay, so for, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't watch, here's the premise of the show. The devil, the most evil figure in the history of humanity, has come to Earth because he's sick of running hell. So he's sick of torturing people in hell. So he comes to Earth, and then somehow he becomes a police officer. Yeah, that happens. Or or sorry, he's not actually a police officer. He's what they call uh, a civilian consultant, which is not a thing. I'm pretty sure it's not a thing. I don't know that to be a fact, but I'm pretty sure you can't just be a, uh, he's got guns and vests so he is a cop I mean it's fucking terrible anyways um he so he's out there solving crimes he's in Los Angeles he's got a, a huge big brother who's black and he's an angel. they never explain why uh, one has a British accent and he's white and then his brother's black then they've got sisters and cousins and all this other horse shit. so they got demons running around and everybody's fucking banging everybody. And, like, the the angels are banging humans, the, the the demons are banging the devil, Cain and Abel are in it, and, and fucking Eve and Adam and Eve are in it, like, it's just, oh my god, it, it just gets so fucking stupid, and it's terrible, but for some unknown reason, I can't stop watching, I don't know why, what's wrong with me. I, I, I'm already in season four, which is pathetic, and I'm not sure if I'm watching this either to punish myself for something that I've done in the past, or maybe I just like torturing myself, but... Uh, this is where I'm at I, I get home from work I'm like Ugh, I'm tired I'm taking my boots off and getting changed or whatever next thing I know the remote's in my hand and bam on goes Lucifer so I, so I, by saying that I am not in any way shape or form recommending the show but you guys you know have, have you ever been in the situation where you're binge watching a TV show that you really don't enjoy but for some reason you keep doing it and you can't explain why because I know the show is not going to get better Because it's actually getting worse. So, I know what I'm in for. It's kind of like when I started watching Lost, I knew that show was going to suck after the second season. The first season was fantastic. The second season, I saw the writing on the wall. I told my wife, because we binge-watched it together, I said, this is going to go downhill fast. I can tell. And sure enough, by the... I, I think it went about six seasons, too. By the end of season six, or whatever it was, the fucking show was awful. It was so bad. So that's where we stand i'm watching lucifer if you guys have the same problem or have ever done that same thing please feel free to write in and tell me on social media so we can communicate and talk about it or if you're a fan of lucifer i'd love you to tell me why that would be fantastic because i'm pretty sure i might be the only one who's ever watched this show this long so uh, oh it's gone six seasons by the way which um netflix is announcing sixth and final season uh, yeah i can't wait Anyways, um, oh, and well, before I go any further, I just wanted to say one thing. The guy who actually plays the devil in Lucifer is actually pretty talented, and I think he might be the reason that I watch the show, because he's a good-looking dude, he's got a British accent, he, he's he's very funny, and you can tell he's got good comedic timing, and, and, and so he's a very talented dude. Everybody else on the show is fucking awful, they, they fucking suck, so that's the end, I'm done with Lucifer, anyways, um, I've got a few headlines to read you today, this is going to be a shorter show than usual, well actually we're only at 22 minutes, so it's not actually going to be any shorter than usual, but um, I have tickets to go see Suicide Squad with my little one, so I will give you guys an update on Monday on my, uh, how, my experience uh, at Suicide Squad, this is the first time I'm going to be in a theater in almost two years, so I'm actually pretty fucking jacked, Because like I told you guys before, Jay loves movie theaters, he loves the urine on the floor, he loves the fucking unwashed hand rests, Uh, I love the shitty $17 popcorn, Uh, so I'm pretty jacked, I can't wait. So here's the first headline, it's actually something that happened last weekend here in Toronto, Uh, here we go, driver stopped at a ride checkpoint on highway 400 and charged with insecure load and drive while under suspension. So that was the headline, but I didn't actually read the headline when I came across this. I saw the picture. The picture is what the real story is here, because it is a gold uh, Toyota Corolla. It is literally, and folks, when I say literally, I mean fucking literally, filled to the roof with beer cans that, uh, so, and I I mean filled, so basically he just opened the window and must have just been pouring in. From a box or from a garbage can, just pouring in single beer cans. Not in a plastic bag. They're not tied up. They're not in a cardboard box. They're literally just poured into his fucking car. So you got, you know, there's beer that stale beer smells awful. It's disgusting. Like I've I've had uh, when I've taken empties back, I've had uh, beers pour over uh, in the trunk, and you can't get that smell out. Like you literally, you have to steam clean the motherfucker because that's that is staying in your trunk. This dude had about, if I was going to take a shot in the dark, 300 cans stuffed in his car. I'm going to post the picture of that car on social media. So you better follow me on social media to see that picture. And I'm going to post that picture because it's hilarious. Because this human funnel cake thought it was a good idea with a suspended driver's license to fill his fucking car to the brim... So you can't even see if you're rever- your rear view mirror. You can't even see behind you because the beer cans are to the roof. And so and you're on your way to the beer store so you can make 10 cents a can, so you can buy obviously more beer, which, you know, I get that. I keep my empty so I can cash them in for free beer too. But you know it's illegal. You, you have to know it's illegal to, to stuff your, your car with, with beer cans uh, that are uh, pouring all over the floor and you can't see. Like it's the vision thing that makes it illegal. But to top it all off, You have a suspended license. So you're pretty much asking to get pulled over. And then he just happens to hit a ride checkpoint, which is just even funnier because what are the odds? This happened in the daytime, by the way. So what are the odds that you hit a ride checkpoint in the daytime on the highway and you have a fucking car full of beer cans? The guy deserves it. Don't get me wrong. But holy fuck, man, there are people in this world. This is one of them. I don't know what this guy looks like, but I I, I have a picture in my head and I'm sure you guys do, too. But there are some people in this world who are just too fucking dumb to be alive. And it's cases like this where, in my opinion, and probably the opinion of everyone else in the goddamn world, I'm hoping anyways, that when the police pull over a car like this, they should be allowed to drag this guy out and beat him within an inch of his life. Because there's obviously no other way to get through to this fucking human shit sack that you're just too dumb to live. So, that, that some people need to be beaten. I, I know this. I know it's not a popular opinion. But it is my opinion. You deserve to get a shit-kicking. Because, let's face it, what, what do you, you're not losing any brain cells. So, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Anyways, uh, the next headline comes from our next-door neighbors in Russia. Because Russia is literally right around the corner, right? Uh, the story goes like this. Well, the headline is Russian woman sues McDonald's after ads convinced her to break Lent. So everyone knows what Lent is. It's a religious time of the year that you choose or is chosen for you. I'm not sure how it works. I've never done it, but you, you fast you don't eat, you don't drink, um, you know, that sort of thing. Everyone knows what fasting is. Um, but this lady claims that McDonald's made her break her fast. So, a Russian woman is suing McDonald's claiming ads for their cheeseburgers made her break her month-long fast for Lent. And while she's already un- unusual enough, um, sorry, and while that's already unusual enough, Kasina Ovenikolova, yeah, I butchered that, an Orthodox Christian from Omsk, Russia, is only asking for a thousand rubles, which is only $17.10 Canadian, as compensation for for uh, the moral damage that she claimed that she sustained. Uh, Ova Chinkalova, I'm pretty sure I pronounced that the wrong way uh, than the previous way I just pronounced it, <laughs> says that McDonald's cheeseburgers and McNuggets ads made her uh, prevented her from uh, staying away from the meat and other animal products during Lent in April. Lent is a period during which Orthodox Christians following the Julian calendar are expected to abstain from eating meat uh, and meat byproducts, poultry, eggs, and dairy. After successfully fasting for the past 16 years, Ova Chinkalova says that she couldn't resist the commercials and ended up ordering a cheeseburger from the nearest McDonald's restaurant. Ova Chinkalova claims that by running the ads, McDonald's broke the consumer protection law and insulted her religious feelings. So apparently advertising works. I get that part. Advertising does work because I bought the fucking King Big Mac or the Super Big Mac, whatever it was called, because of all the ads. I I, I broke down and finally bought it. So I know advertising works. Uh, the thing was, you can't blame McDonald's because they're advertising. It's the only way they're going to sell their fucking food, you dumb fuck. And if you're too stupid to either turn off the TV because you're hungry and tempted, then that's on you. Anyways, if you're only asking for 17 bucks, I, I hope you win. But at the same time, I, I hope you're proud of yourself because McDonald's isn't that good. And their cheeseburgers aren't even, they shouldn't even be called burgers. They should be called fucking, they're almost like muffins. So they should be called fucking cheeseburger, cheese muffins. No, it doesn't work. Anyways, you get the point. They're shit, it's shit food, so uh, fuck you. Alright, and the last story I have is, um, I I just, this is where we're at in the world, and it's kind of scary. Robot wolves prevent Japanese bear attacks, and they're, so, I read the headline, I actually heard this this story on um, 97.7, the radio station, that uh, Japan is having a huge problem with bears, I I didn't actually know Japan had bears. I mean, I'm sure they're everywhere, so I get that. But I didn't... Okay, fine, they have bears. But I didn't know there was enough of them to have a bear problem. But apparently they're having a really big problem with bears. And it's obviously not in the cities like um, Tokyo or anything like that... Because there's too many lights and traffic and nine bajillion people in there. But it's like the... uh, So this is actually... It's in a city called Takawawa. So they're having such a problem with bears that they have deployed what they're calling the monster wolf. It is actually a, a terrifying robot wolf that has fur. It has fangs. I don't know when the fangs... So I watched a video, and you can actually... The, the, the wolf opens its mouth just like a real wolf, and the fangs come out. I don't know what causes the fangs to come out. Uh, maybe it's, it's a, a sensor thing. I, I don't know. But this wolf is fucking terrifying. Um, so 157 people have been attacked by bears since 2019 in this little city of um, outside of Japan. Uh, the monster wo- since the monster wolves have been installed, there have been no attacks. So they work. They actually work. And I know if I was a bear, I'd be fucking terrified of these things because they look way more scary than real wolves. Uh, The wolves scare away the bears in the same way kids are instructed to do at summer camp, basically. They move around and make loud noises, and apparently it's supposed to scare off the bears. Um, They're also robotic and lifeless, producing a flavor of scary yet appropriate to the history of real-life wolves upon which these robots are based. So, um, if you want me to post a video, I guess I can... It's, it's on like sort of like a, so it can't run around. It's on this like stand that goes back and forth. So it's on like, kind of like, a, oh, what's it called when cars used to have that button? Uh, oh, fuck, I forget the. You know what I'm talking about? It was in all the Spanish movies. They'd have it and they'd bounce. It's on the, whatever it's called. It has that sort of thing. And basically, uh, it scares the shit, the bears away. But here's my thing. So I, I read this story. I heard the story. I did my research. I was terrified by the, uh, the sight of the wolves. And by saying I was terrified, I then had to ask myself the following question, which is probably what's on your minds, is what happens when the robot wolves take over? So you get rid of real bears because robot wolves are in charge now. Then the robot wolves are obviously going to say, well, wow, this is working, so we're just going to fucking take over because that's, that's just the, the way it's going to work, right? I'm pretty sure. I've seen movies. I know how this shit works. So what then do you, do you do build to defeat the robot wolves? Because now your bears are gone, but now you've got a, a robot wolf problem. So what's the next? What's the next tier up for robot wolves? You got, um, so you got the king of the jungle. So I guess robot lions would be the next step up. And then what happens when the robot lions take over? Because they're going to be in charge now. Now you have to build robot dinosaurs. Um, so basically, we are living in a combination world right now, or actually in Japan. But I'm sure sooner or later it's going to come here because everything eventually does. It takes a lot of time in Canada, but we eventually get everything that everyone else gets. But We're living in a combination world of Jurassic Park and the Terminator. So robots are taking over everything. That is the bottom line. And I'm sure most people already knew this. But now it's becoming a very real, fucking very big thing. Especially now, uh, the the way that Elon Musk is utilizing robots to drive cars and all this shit. Literally, robots are running the world. Um, Let me tell you right now, in my opinion... I'm sure most of you agree, I hope most of you agree, robots are not the answer to the world's problems, they are just going to make things so much fucking worse, because, let's face it, like, most of us are too fucking lazy to fight robots, so if they start to take over, it's just, nah, whatever, fucking let them have the world, whatever, I'm watching Lucifer, I'm binge watching. So, there you go, guys, robots are taking over the world, I got one last quick story for you that I wanted to touch on, here I thought I was going to do a short show, and I'm actually already over 34 minutes, so... My last story, my buddy Jim sent me. uh, Transgender YouTube Chris Chan arrested for allegedly raping his mother. Will be housed with female inmates. Authorities arrested transgender YouTuber Chris Chan, a biological male also known as Christine Weston Chandler, after Chan reportedly raped her mother, the Daily Mail reported. The outlet said that Chan, who was listed as female on the police report, will be jailed with female inmates. Authorities arrested Chandler in Charlottesville, Virginia, Monday after she reportedly admitting to raping her 79-year-old mother Barbara, who is said to suffer from dementia. Uh, a press release from the area law enforcement states that authorities issued a warrant for Chandler's arrest after investigators received information involving sex crimes against a family member in the area. Chandler made the purported uh, uh, admission during an eight-minute phone conversation with a friend in which she reportedly said that her mother made the first move, which led to the two to have a passionate kiss. She was partially confused at one point, but then she came around, obviously, Chandler is reported to have said during the call, noting that she and her mother soon engaged in a routine in which the two had sex every third night. Ah, okay, yeah, fucking creepy story. Chandler Oss reported that she was careful in approaching the situation after having experienced years of sexual attraction to her mother. The outlet noted that the charge is a felony punishable by up to 12 years in prison. Additional charges are pending. Insider reported that the authorities arrested Chandler outside of a Charlottesville hotel room. Footage of the arrest obtained by podcast host and streamer Ethan Ralph quickly appeared all over social media. So this is all kinds of disgusting. It's all kinds of fucked up. I'm not going to make fun of it, because I know by doing so, I would definitely offend somebody somewhere, so I'm not really feeling that. My question is, if you're a male who changed to a female, and then you rape a female, I don't think putting you in a female institution is the way to go. That being said, I guess you can't really put them in the male, but American prisons and Canadian prisons work very differently, because... No matter what, they're going to be in segregation if they're transgendered anyways for the most part. So that's Canadian, but I don't know. Anyways, I just wanted to read that last story because I found it very confusing. And I also found it uh, very disgusting and um, kind of disheartening as well. That a 79-year-old woman with dementia is getting raped by her son slash daughter. Whatever. Yeah, you get it. Anyways, that is all I've got for today, guys. I am off to see Suicide Squad. I will get back to you guys on Monday. The weekend is supposed to be fantastic. So go to the liquor store, go to the beer store, enjoy a patio, and don't bitch about the heat and the weather because it's going away sooner or later and you will regret it. So with that being said, guys, have a fantastic weekend. I will talk to you on Monday, but until then, I got to say my magic words, which are, bye for now.